Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes. Listen to this remix. Yes, yes, yes. Jackson, welcome to Memorial Day weekend. And we're starting it early here on Balloon Party because essentially we will have the Lil Piddles Friday six shooter on Thursday. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, I like the little Thursday six shooter action. Never hurt nobody. Nice. John Denton's going to be with us from Cincinnati where the Cardinals are fielding a team. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Ali Marmol was on with Randy Carricker, Kerry Davis, Brooke Rimsley, and Matt Rocchio, who is lurking behind Jackson. Yeah, he's kind of boxing me out here. Yeah, I noticed that. Getting ready for your guys. Rocchio just rolled his eyes. He's not happy with Jackson, and now we have tension. That's what I like. Uh, yeah, Ali Marmol was on, and this lineup that is getting a little attention in the St. Louis area, Ali Marmol said it was already penciled in before they even started the series. So that is... Uh, that is why you see what you see. Do you see what I see? Do you see what I see? Newt Bar. Yes. Gorman. Mm-hmm. Then it gets interesting. Okay. Donovan will be at third. No Nolan Arnato today. Paul DeYoung will be hitting cleanup, shortstop. Alec Burleson Ooh. is hitting fifth, playing first base. No Paul Goldschmidt today. Uh, Juan Yepes will be uh, playing left and batting sixth. Tommy Edmond will play second and bat seventh. Andrew Kisner will catch and bat eighth. And there's Oscar Mercado uh, batting ninth and playing right field. Miles Michaelis will be on the mound for your St. Louis baseball Cardinals. Your thoughts? 314-399-9646. You know what my thought is right when I see that. Let's see what the line is on the game, because it was minus 170 when I woke up this morning. And what we do on this program is we move numbers. I bet it's minus 160 now. That's what it was last night, I think. Use a sim, huh? What is it going? Went up when they heard Burleson was batting fifth? Minus 122. That's how much the lineup has moved. (laughs) Fair enough. It went from minus 170. Las Vegas goes, oh, my God, we can't catch up quick enough. (laughs) There's too much Reds action coming in. (laughs) They haven't said that since Billy Hatcher and Eric Davis were in the outfield in 1990. But alas, there they are. And you know know what the name of the relievers was on that uh, 1990 Reds team? Because I know you grew up watching them. Right, yeah. Um, It was a hell of a name, I remember. Hmm. But I, I can't tell if you're firing a little bet, so I'm going to call and just see what you do next. I, you think I know the name of some But you said it was a hell of a name, but you delivered it in a way that made me believe you might know the name, even though it predated your birth by eight years. Oil Can Boyd. Well, that's a player who pitched for the Red Sox. Also, the late, great Expos. Dennis Boyd. 
Oil can. Great name. Completely irrelevant, though, to the combination of Rob Dibble. Oh, Randy Myers and Norm Charlton, the Nasty Boys? They call the Nasty Boys? That's right. It's pretty good. Shades of Disgusting Brothers. Oh, yeah. Greg and uh, Tom Wamsgams. Yeah. You think the finale's going to be good? Boy, I sure hope so. I think it will be. All right. Doesn't sound like you're very confident. Oh, I'm confident. Oh, wow. Boy, you're really sending off mixed tells today. I can't follow it, but I know this uh, Las Vegas isn't high on the Cardinals because they were minus 170 at about 8 o'clock this morning to win, and it's moved to minus 120. Yeah, well, you take your two best hitters out of the lineup uh, on any team you're probably going to drop in the uh, Vegas department. Uh, yeah, I mean, no Goldschmidt, no Arenado, <laughs> yeah, no Contreras. Burleson batting fifth really is... Uh... That one is an eye-opener. I feel like I was ahead of the crowd on that take. On the Burleson thing? I, and again, I'm not anti-Burleson. I'm confused. Right. I mean, he, he raked in the minors last year. For sure. Uh, so it's I'm not anti. I'm just surprised by the latitude he's been granted and the exposure he's been given. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 hey, I just don't know what to say outside of... What has he done to deserve this? That is that is, a Pet Shop Boys song? I think it was. What, what have I? He, what, what have I? What have I done to deserve this? Well, we can't play real music though on this show, right? Uh, okay, we can we can jack around down the hallway in, in the closet, but when we come on this station, I don't think I can play Pet Shop Boys. Somebody will check on that. I have counsel. What retained. have I done to deserve this? By Dusty Springfield and the Pet Shop Boys. Dusty Springfield was in that. Oh. Huh. Fun. That's very, long, very fun. Long title for a song. It what is. What have I done to Probably, deserve this? Probably uh, reduce the ceiling on the success of that. We'll talk more Pet Shop Boys at 1030, but coming up at 1015, John Denton live from the Great American Ballpark, uh, which is, of course, a matter of opinion. Cardinals wrapping things up against the Reds, 11.35 start. You would have liked to have thought, if you would have been given an over-under going into the series of two-and-a-half wins for the Cardinals, considering the Reds and the fact that they also are playing strangers in their lineup, uh, you would think the Cardinals would be able to win three or maybe four games. And now, no matter what, the under is coming in because best-case scenario is they take two. And uh, and considering the lineup, it's going to be a longer putt than we would have anticipated going into this 11:35 game. And I would imagine the atmosphere will be top notch. Oh my God! Yeah, Grand American Ballpark. It will be mm. as the Cardinals wrap that up and then head to Northern Ohio to take on the Guardians, where Matthew Libertor will get a start. Yep. And yeah. He did make his last appearance in a 10 to 2 game. <laughs> This past Sunday odd. against the Dodgers, but he is back in. Unfortunately, Stephen Matz was out last night, and uh, kind of a surprise. It didn't go well, so the Cardinals are now 2-8 and eight in his starts on yeah. the season. Yeah, it's rough. But the good news is there's only $35 million left on the contract, so it's kind of like, all right, we're getting our return on investment. Yeah, pocket change. Yeah, this is a long stretch of baseball for the Redbirds. I mean, they haven't had an off day, it seems like, in forever, and so uh, you're going to get weird lineups like this. I guess. I don't know. I've been following this team. Uh, what did Mo Green say to Michael Corleone? I was making you're, you're my bones. how to clean this up. I know. I'm, I'm, I was making my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. Going out with is not the term he said. I though. think it actually is. We'll have to, we'll have to, I'd we'll be have willing to, to put down a little that. action on it as well. 
I, I absolutely think when that's you were what going I said. out with teenagers, with cheerleaders, cheerleaders. Yes, I believe that is the exact quote. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. It's possible. God, you're so confident. I'm going to lay it down. I really think that's the line. And I'll I had a queen jack suited, and I, that's a hand I want to see a flop with. No, I, I don't blame you. I really like eight nine suited, especially if of an aunt monster. It gives me more equity. But uh, I'm going to lay it down. Did you have it? I guess I could look it up. I don't know, John. I don't remember. Matt Damon, Rounders, 1998. Look that up, too, while you're over there. Thank you. I think you're right on that. Of course I'm right. What the hell you think this is? So anyway, that's what we got going on here, and I'm excited about it. Plus, because it is our final show for the week, uh, we have the uh, we have the Will Piddle six-shooter, but today it's going to be called the Thursday Throwdown, even though it really is the six-shooter. Jackson's fist-pumping over there. I assume St. Louis just got an NBA team. No, boy. You would see a lot. Uh, tears would erupt. Um do you know who I am? I'm Mo Green. I made my bones when you were going out with cheerleaders. I would have thought it would have been more graphic I, you than know, going out with. You would think. You would think. He starts. Is this the Disney version of The Godfather, the re-release? No, this is the uh, this is Coppola's first cut. Alex Rocco. Got one right through the eye. Spoiler. Spoiler. Thank you. All right. Well, there it is. I was wrong on that. But I wasn't right, wrong on the lineup. This is the lineup I expected. <laughs> Newt Bar, Gorman, Donovan, DeYoung, Burles, Yepes, Edmund, Kisner, Mercado. It's you have all the momentum in the world, and then you go, oh, here are the Reds, three or four. Here, here, here's the bottom line. Because you, as you know, Jackson, this really should be called the macro balloon party because it's a mm-hmm. macro show. It always has been. I rarely come in with like a scalding hot take from the night b- before. It is rare, yeah. Uh, Dan Orlowski and I, just, we just we have a philosophical disagreement on how to do the job. Right. But you go into a game with Stephen Matz, and you know you're going to have to you know, pack a lunch if you're the bullpen. Oh, it's yeah. just a different approach. And then the thing about it is, number one, stat given earlier, 2-8 and eight in the starts this year. You can look at his ERA. It's not great. Nope. Uh, but then when you have... A game where the bullpen's going to be tapped into, most likely, I think we would all agree, when he's starting, and then you got an 11.30 start the next day, it compounds it, and you just don't have off days, I don't think you have, I don't know if I want to call it the luxury, because I don't think anybody would call him a luxury, it it has effect greater than the games that he is losing at an 80% clip, it can carry over, and that is the concern, so while the lineup is one thing today... Miles Michaelis going relatively deep into the game is of great importance because otherwise that really can mess you up for this weekend against the Guardians and all this momentum you built by taking two or three from the Cubs and sweeping the Red Sox and two or three from the Brewers and three or four from the Dodgers. A lot of that ground can be given back really quickly. And the thing is, even though they have played as well as they've played over the last couple of weeks up until the Cincinnati series, uh, because they're in the spot that they're in, they don't necessarily have the Alec Bertelson like latitude to just kind of flop around against teams like this. What was I saying at the start of the Brewers Dodgers week with the star pitching the Cardinals are up against? Go four and three and then take advantage of the run against the Reds, Guardians, and Royals. 
Well, now you got a situation because the Cardinals are one and two against the Reds, and that is not anywhere you would have thought. And furthermore, Matz doesn't go deep, the bullpen gets taxed, and then you got a day game following a Stephen Matz start, and you have compounded issues from just losing a game to a team that was starting a group of human beings that honestly I thought were on a company softball team. <laughs> a good company softball team. Really good, yeah. Yeah, a team that plays some fast pitch and will travel, but still, nonetheless, not a team that would play in, in southern Ohio. Wouldn't think, but you know, because that, the company softball teams used to playing in front of more people than the Reds are. The, the between them and the Athletics, yeah, that's correct. 1990 World Series, which is how we started the series. This segment: Billy Hatcher, Eric Davis, and the Nasty Boys. Full circle. Now that's how I mapped out the segment when I uh, when I woke up this morning. Yep. Yeah. This show is actually scripted to, to the each syllable. I'm reading. Off a teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. Making it sound like it's straight improv that I came up with as I'm talking. It's just talent. And this that's the talent. thing that makes me so excited about myself. What makes me excited about the show is John Denton's going to join us from Cincinnati next. This is Balloon Party, driven by Mungan St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back to Moon Party, driven by Mungan Ass, St. Louis Acura, Alton Toyota. This is 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan, and it is our pleasure to be joined live from Cincinnati by John Denton. Morning, John. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you doing? How are things in Southern Ohio? Wonderful. They're they're not too bad so far. You know, day day baseball after night baseball is not always uh, bueno in this world, but uh, we'll we'll push through. Uh, day baseball after Stephen Matt's night baseball starts can also be a liability uh, for a bullpen. So Miles Michaelis better pack a lunch today. Yeah, yeah, they need some length out of Miles, no doubt. You know that the bullpen's really been tested the last few days. Uh, you know, you you can't go into a game without a long man, and that that's really caused problems. Uh, you know, Andre Palante will be the long man today. You know, they had to check and make sure he was available today. Uh, I know it was confusing to some fans last night about what was going to happen with Matthew Libertor, but, you know, you've always got to have that guy in case your starter gets knocked out after the second inning, third inning, or, or fourth inning like Steven Matz last night. So, uh, you know, there was some there was some confusion for 20, 30 minutes, and then they finally decided that uh, Libertor will, will get the start on Friday now. So Matthew Libertor will get the start uh, tomorrow when the Cardinals head to Cleveland following today's day game in Cincinnati, where you are covering it. The lineup uh, certainly opening some eyes when you tweeted that out uh, about an hour ago. Ali Marmol was on with uh, Randy Carricker, Kerry Davis, Brooke Grimsley, and Matt Rocchio here on 101 ESPN. And he said uh, to them that that lineup was planned before the series started. I would imagine, if I'm speaking on behalf of many Cardinal fans, they see the Cardinals lose two of three after going going on the heater they had been on for two weeks and go okay let's make sure you get this one today was with miles michaelis and you at the least get a split and then you see that lineup pop up on your timeline at, at 9 30 and you go oh my goodness what's going mm-hmm. on uh your mm-hmm. thoughts on uh what the cardinals are doing today yeah it's it's not ideal tim no doubt uh you know but Ali marmol pointed out that hey she said look all the guys came to him and said we want to be in the lineup against the dodgers we're at home home series uh, they all wanted to be up in the lineup then. They all wanted to be in the lineup on Monday when they were facing the left-hander. So, you know, it, uh, the, the best option was to give them this day off today. Um, you know, it's it's not ideal, definitely. But, but they're playing 19 games in 19 days. And, you know, like Ollie said, he said, if you wait until they need a day off and you give them a day off, then it's too late. 
then one day is going to do nothing. So they're trying to be proactive. They're trying to get these guys off their feet, uh, you know, give them time. He said, because if, if you keep playing them, you're going to get diminishing returns. Uh, you know, th- th- there's so much sleep studies that have changed baseball. They've changed all the sports. Uh, you can tell now when a guy's favoring a certain leg. You can tell when he has fatigue at the plate with his fat speed. You can tell when his sprint speed's going down. You know, the Cardinals are trying to be proactive. They're trying to save these guys so that there's not a hamstring pop or a, or a back uh, strain that happens. I, I know Cardinal fans hate it. Uh, you know, I, I don't want to cover a game when the three three best players in the lineup are not in there. But, you know, it, it, it's part of the new age of sports. It's part of the new age of basketball, uh, baseball. Well, you mentioned basketball, but you're probably right. And I also noticed Jackson's eyes light up. Jackson, what do they what do they call that in the NBA this year? Load management. Load man. Are load we seeing man- load management in baseball now? Uh, yeah, you know, Tim. I told people years back the worst thing about load management was that it worked. When when yeah. Kawhi Leonard played 60 games out of 82 and then went on to win a championship in, in Toronto, that was the worst thing that happened to sports because it proved that it worked. You know, you want your guys healthy and strong at the end of the season, you know, when it matters the most. Uh, but, you know, it, it, it does work. Uh, you know, the Cardinals are just trying to be proactive. They're trying to keep their best players from overworking and, and, and ending up injured or, or, you know, having diminishing returns when you play a guy too much. Let's, uh, let's discuss uh, what your column is this morning on MLB.com, and it's certainly, I would imagine, at least up until the lineup came out, the topic that most Cardinal fans were discussing as they watched the game last night and the carryover uh, for the hangover effect of a loss like that to a subpar team with a, with a unique lineup in, in their own right, except that's their everyday lineup, uh, with the Reds doing what they did to the Cardinals and Steven Matz, the Steven Matz situation. Uh, and that is, what is the next step? The Cardinals signed him to a four-year, $44 million deal uh, in 2021 to uh, to try to bring some left-handed balance, as, as you wrote this morning on MLB.com. But you get to a point here when a team's 2-8 and eight and a guy starts, and it also then impacts your bullpen beyond just that day's start that the the point of diminishing returns is there and you can't afford when you're in the spot the Cardinals are in because of their April start to keep trotting him out there. Uh, Can you read between the lines on what you think the move will be? You already mentioned Libertor will get the ball tomorrow and then the Cardinals have the weird deal of having back-to-back off days on May 31st and June 1st. So what, uh, what do you think they are leaning toward at this moment? Yeah, you know, with the way it works out, Tim, with, with him pitching last night and not pitching well at all, uh, he's, he's probably going to get one more start. You know, I know that doesn't make Cardinal fans happy. Uh, Tuesday would be that start. Yeah. And then, the, like I said, the team gets two days off. They can kind of reset after that. Uh, if that Tuesday outing goes poorly, you know, I, I think after the two days off, they're going to go back to a five-man rotation. And if Libertor pitches well on Friday and, and Matt doesn't pitch well on Tuesday, you know, I think he'll probably be in the bullpen. Uh, you know, Steven, Steven almost sounded like a broken man last night. Like, you know, he's – Everything he threw was hit hard. Uh, you know, some games he's throwing too many pitches out of the strike zone. His pitch count soars. Last night, everything he threw was in the zone and was getting hit hard. So he's a guy searching. You know, early in the season, he couldn't locate, you know, he couldn't find his curveball. So he wasn't even throwing it. You can't be a two pitch starter. Now he's throwing his curveball more, but it's getting hit. Uh, he's throwing his changeup more. It, it's getting hit. So, you know, Steven's really a guy who's searching right now. It's, you know, one game it's it's too many walks. The next game it's too many strikes. So it's uh, it, it's a moving target for him. And, you know, something has to change. 
Uh, like I said, I, I think this next start on Tuesday is a very big one. It could determine his future as a starter or, you know, or whether he goes to the bullpen. Yeah, that's the thing. You you watch what's going on, and there's just really – there was the one start. But other than that, you just kind of know what you're going to get, and that means the Cardinals are probably going to be in a spot where they've got to score a minimum of six runs – to win a game when he takes the ball. But again, even with that, even if they got the win because he doesn't go deep into the game, it puts a lot of pressure on the rotation going forward. And that bullpen that already has been strained experiences even more stress. Uh, Do you think Miles Michaelis is going to be out there kind of no matter what happens uh, today because the Cardinals just need him to be in that spot and he won't have to pitch again until uh, they have this unique two-day break? Yeah, you know, the one the one thing about last night was that, you know, Stratton got Chris Stratton pitched well his first inning, got knocked around his second yep. inning. Cabrera pitched well and then got knocked around, but those guys kinda ate up the inning. So you have a lot of the guys back. You know, Palante's available today, Verhagen's available, you have Helsley and, and Gallegos available. So those guys kinda wear in that game last night. You know, sometimes you gotta know when to just hold them and, and take your lumps. And, and those guys kind of took the lumps last night so that the rest of the bullpen could be ready for today. So if Miles doesn't pitch well, you know, I, I think they would come with Palante next. Uh, but I expect Miles to pitch well. He's, he's really been in a good groove. And, you know, Ali Marmol is kind of hinted at it. He didn't want to use it as an excuse. But he really does think that all those Cardinals being gone for the World Baseball Classic really hurt this team and maybe it hurt miles michaelis more than anybody because he left and then didn't pitch so it was almost like restarting for him so he's been very you know a lot better these last five six outings compared to the first three yeah he certainly has it's weird to think that that uh, could still be something that's lingering for a team a couple of months after the fact but as you point out uh, it was rough to start for michaelis and he has certainly turned a corner after those first three starts and I think that really started with that San Francisco day game start for him and and he's been able to carry the momentum forward um, through that hey this a topic that that you and I have been discussing going back to our conversations in Jupiter and one that certainly has taken on some twists that nobody could have have really seen when uh, he got the call to start the season with the Cardinals is Jordan Walker and we're starting to see him pick it up uh, in Memphis. Uh, what conversations have you had with people uh, around the organization about uh, what he is accomplishing as of late and what kind of timeline it might look like for him to return to St. Louis? Yeah, I've, I've talked to Ali Marmol and, and Michael Gersh about him. Uh, you know, they both like the progress that he's going. Uh, he, he's showing a lot more improvement of, of getting the ball off the ground. He did have a 114.7 mile an hour single the other night that was on the ground but you know he's he's lifting the ball like we all knew like jordan jordan walker is he's 21 going on 35 with his maturity Mm -hmm. he's so smart uh so intelligent such a good kid you knew he was going to pick this up and and i've said all along like when they sent jordan walker down that wasn't as much about jordan walker as it was about the rest of the outfield you know they were removing the excuses of you know okay you say you're not playing well because you're not playing every day we're taking the excuses out of the equation. You know, they know Jordan Walker is on a path to stardom. Um, I, I think he's going to be up, uh, you know, maybe by June, somewhere in June, I could see it happening. Uh, they, they don't want to rush him. They want this, uh, this this major league core that they have to prove what they can do. Uh, but, but they know that Jordan Walker's coming. They know he's headed in the right direction. They know he's going to be their outfielder for the next 12 years. When, whenever he gets up here and, 
and takes off, I really believe he's going to be their their outfielder for the next decade. Yeah, I, I share that opinion with you. I think he's going to be the face of the franchise. So uh, seeing him start to get right in Memphis is encouraging, uh, both short-term and long-term. Final question. I have a feeling, John, this is a question you and I are going to be discussing both on TMA and here on 101 ESPN for the next at least uh, month and a half and perhaps two months. With the Cardinals in the spot they're in, I think the team, as it is, could win the National League Central, but that's not as much of a compliment to the Cardinals as it is an indictment of the National League Central. With that said... Uh, if they really want to compete in the postseason, I think everybody would would agree, whether you're a Cardinal fan or an observer of the game of baseball, that there has to be some improvement to the starting rotation and, and most likely a significant one. As things stand right now, both with the Cardinal roster as pieces to sell and then looking around the game of baseball and then also knowing, A, where teams are competitively at this point, such as a team like the White Sox, um, and then B, the free agent status of a number of starters following this season. Are you seeing any any potential matches for the Cardinals for an acquisition of a starting pitcher? Yeah, you know, that White Sox one is interesting because there are, there are looming free agencies there. There are guys that, that they know they're probably not going to be able to sign. You know, they have the, the Giolitos. Uh, you wonder about Dylan Cease, yeah. about his future there. Lance Lynn always would make sense coming back to St. Louis. Yeah, he's I'm had two sure. good starts in a row after kind of a rough start. Yeah. Lots of Cardinal fans would welcome Lance Lynn coming back. Uh, you know what a bulldog and a fighter he is. And, you know, so that, that one kind of pairs up, no doubt. But, you know, you're still in that phase where everybody thinks they can rally and, and make the playoffs. There's a reason why most trades don't happen until – uh, July or August, that's when reality comes in, sets in that you know you're you're done. You know, uh, a lot of people talk about trades now. Well, nobody's available right now. Everybody still thinks they're going to make the playoffs. There's a reason why most trades don't you know come about until midseason. Uh, so you know, I, I'm sure the Cardinals are looking at it. Uh, they said going into this season there's a little more wiggle room with the payroll. Uh, and, and this team showed last season, you know, by going out and getting Kitana, going out and getting Stratton, going out and getting Montgomery, mm-hmm. you know, they're, they're willing to make upgrades. So I, I'm sure they'll be in the market looking for upgrades uh, pitching wise. And, you know, if, if you could add a, a Dylan Cease or a Giolito to this roster, that you know, I'm sure they would be all over that. But, you know, what if what if they trade Nolan Gorman this offseason? You know, I, I get all these trade requests from fans, but I'm, I'm saying, OK, how angry would you be right now if, Nolan Gorman was hitting all these home runs for the A's. How, how upset would you be if Jordan Walker had 15 home runs for, you know, for the Oakland A's right now? So, to get one of those guys, you're going to have to give up a, a big time piece. So, fans have to understand that going in any to any trade talk. And in uh, in minus the Oakland A's who. Uh are playing at a .196 winning percentage. I mean, we're, talk, we're talking <laughs> record-setting potential there in Oakland yeah. and, and have lost seven straight. Uh, the, the, yeah, you're not going to find too many teams that are going, yeah, let's, let's pack it in uh, at this point. I mean, the White Sox, for as rough as it's been, and they're nine games under five hundred because that division is such warm garbage, they're only five and a half games back of the 26 and 24 first-place twins. So uh, yeah. I don't know if they're looking to necessarily pull the plug there on the the south side of Chicago. John Denton will be covering the Cardinals and Reds, which gets underway in an hour in Cincinnati. Cardinals looking to steal one today with the lineup they have, despite Miles Michaelis getting the ball. We'll see how long Michaelis can go to carry the Cardinals, hopefully to a uh, win against the Reds before taking on the Guardians this weekend in Cleveland. John, always enjoy the conversation. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend, and we'll look forward to talking again next week.
All right. Thanks for having me, Tim. Take care. Thank you. That's John Denton of MLB.com giving us his perspective on the Cardinals, both now and also the potential trade partner for some starting rotation help. Your thoughts? 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service text line. And you're also welcome to leave a mic drop via the 101 ESPN app. Miss anything from John Denton? Go back and podcast. Dobbs Tire and Auto Center's podcast service there for you anytime, courtesy of 101 ESPN. We will take a break and then, what a treat on a Thursday. It's the Lil Piddles Friday Six Shooter DBA Thursday Throwdown because we're off tomorrow uh, for festivities and I'm doing a little traveling this weekend, Jackson, so mm-hmm. that's why I will be uh, out tomorrow. Uh, but we will do the Six Shooter coming up next. This is Balloon Party driven by Mugging St. Louis Acura and I'll tell you what I want to spin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Driven by Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Timothy Michael McKernan, Action Jackson with you on the radio program. Uh, Jackson, it is Thursday, but still you're bringing the people the Friday six shooter because this program is off yesterday, uh, tomorrow. So off yesterday for the pre K graduation was uh, going to be off tomorrow, uh, catching some hell in the Air Comfort Service tax line, really unfortunate. <laughs> um, but still, appreciate the passion right. for my presence. Right Now, on TMA, which is, dare I say, my main job, mm-hmm. uh, where I do three hours and have done that program for 20 years, 19 years to be exact, uh, I've missed two shows. Mm-hmm. But I've missed some balloon parties, and that has drawn the ire of many of our friends. I right. was going to say your friends, but I'm going to say our friends sure. in the Air Comfort Service text line. The pre-K graduation, I'll be honest with you, I thought it was a lot, but hey, apparently that's a common thing. I'm just learning these things. Right, right. Uh, and I'm going to support my son. And sure. if he wants to make a 30-minute speech at a pre-K graduation, I'm going to I'm going to hold the teleprompter for him. And he did, and he went 38 minutes, actually, with that speech. Oh, very nice. Yeah, a little, uh, a little longer, kind of like time management that his father has on this show. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I'm uh, taking a, a day, my third show from TMA tomorrow, but, but that is not welcomed by the Balloon Party listeners. I would like you to come in here and break down this Heat Celtics game tonight. Yeah. Tomorrow. Right. I could go. I could go forty minutes with that. Yeah. So it's, that 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 could be a little Memorial Day weekend treat for the listeners tomorrow. But I think Randy Carricker, Brooke Grimsley, Kerry Davis, and Matt Rocky are going to carry the ball. Right. I mean, I guess we don't want. Yeah. You know, I would go each segment, each quarter. Oh, then, that, yeah, so you break it down quarter right. by quarter. All right. And, coming up next, the second quarter. Right. And if then if there's overtime tonight, I think BK and Ferrari would be cool. So if yeah, go show. ahead and just yeah. do another thing. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I texted Walter. Uh, I still think there's a chance that he just went to bed like an hour ago. <laughs> uh, Kachuk, that is, because of Matthew Kachuk's festivities yeah, last night in South Florida. Yeah. I mean. You kidding me? Yeah. Chaminade. Incredible. Yeah. Tatum's going to lead the uh, Celtics back from 3-0 to the yep. NBA Finals. Only team to ever uh, do so. And Matthew Kachuk's going to play for the Chalice. 
How do you do, St. Louis? How do you do? How do you do, Kachuk Central family? Quarter? How do you do, Lindbergh? I'd love to hear from Walter right now because I have a feeling. Fired up. Oh, yeah. They immediately panned to him uh, last night, or uh, maybe not immediately, but I saw them pan to him. and he The was celebration by Matthew was just perfect. Absolutely. Chef's optimal. kiss. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a shame because Alex Petrangelo, of course, as you know, is with the Oilers, but had he been with the Golden Knights and the status of that series, you could see Matthew Kachuk going up against Alex Petrangelo. Yeah, kind of a weird move to send Petro up way up north. I'm still so shocked by how far Edmonton's up north. Edmonton's location. Boy, howdy is that up north. But um, either way, you know, even though Petro may not meet Kachuk for the chalice. You know, right, because of his status with the Oilers. Right, eliminated, yeah. Um, there's still an opportunity for St. Louis to rejoice. Because of the former Blue who's now with VGK... Uh, Barbashev. Yeah! God, I would have given you, I would have paid, I would have been like plus a thousand. No but way in the world. I only saw that. Wow. Yeah. Stunning. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, there yeah. are people pulling over to the side of the road, stunned. Yeah, as they should. But uh, actually, they shouldn't because everyone knows I'm, I'm Mr. Puck. <laughs> I was ready for Jamie Rivers to come in here, throw that door open, and right. pin you up against the wall. And we all, we all know that Barbashev is the only former blue on VGK. That's correct because. Petrangelo got sent, shipped up to Edmonton, is what I call it, Tim. Right. That's very nice. It was really nice. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the six shooter. Pew, 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 pew. Do you think Friday's start for Matthew Libator will basically be an audition to see if he's ready to be the fifth starter and replace Steven Matz? Matz been putting up AAA numbers last night. And if Libertor can produce, do you think they will fade uh, the money with Matz and go with the young gun for the short-term future. Can the Cardinals continue to put Matz back out there after what he's shown so far this year? Can I ask a follow-up question, or are you not taking questions? That's up to you. It's your it's your six-shooter. Because this oh. is the six-shooter, I am willing to take questions. Good. But I'm not happy about it. When you say fade Stephen Matz in the, in the contract, what do you mean? You talk about the Madison Bumgarner DFA program? No, the— when you kind of have two guys, you're not sure who you go with. The one you're paying more, you more than often than not. You mean go playing with. the contract? Indeed, indeed. Uh, I would imagine if Matthew Libertor has a good game tomorrow night, uh, that he is going to be in the rotation going forward. Yeah. And I think that that is the logical move. To say it's a good move would be incredibly obvious. It's the logical move. I think you could make a case that the Cardinals may have let a game get away and lost a game uh, by not having him in the spot that he could have been in last night and dragging this Mats thing out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, fans get frustrated when they see other teams you're competing with go out and acquire players, and then those players beat you, and then fans also get frustrated, perhaps even more so by seeing an organization play the contract. And uh, Matt, that's why Matt Carpenter, I think, caught so much hell uh, in his final year in St. Louis, and uh, and now you're seeing Stephen Matz get into the crosshairs for that same reason. That is my thought process, sir. All righty. Yeah. Speaking of starting pitching, what is your confidence level in Adam Wainwright going forward? The Redbirds are three and one in games they starts, but he isn't. It isn't because he is the second coming of Nolan Ryan. Wayno carries a six plus ERA and has averaged a little more than four innings of work in each start. Do you think the clubhouse leader will find his stuff this season, or do you think we'll see more of the same from him as the season? Oh, this on? is tough, Jackson. It's not fair. It's not a fair question. Well, because. It, it forces me to do battle right here on the air with the head and the heart. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I try to do on this. With the six-shooter? Six shooter, yeah. Right. 
everything is telling me that it can't end this way for Adam Wainwright. And I don't want it to end this way. I mean, he's really one of my favorite players in Cardinal history. One of my favorite people mm-hmm. in Cardinal history. And so when you saw he was going to come back last year, I'm sure in the back of many people's minds who are listening to this program right now, you're going, I hope it doesn't right. carry over from how bad it was in September to not even getting an appearance in that very brief series with the Phillies to, you know, an ugly end. I just can't believe that that's the way that it would go because it just goes against a bit of what is a, a storybook career but then the evidence at the moment would tell you otherwise so i suppose the way to get the real answer is always if you got to put a material amount of money on it and of course you being a ledoux guy and me being a south city guy they were taught different different currencies sure. here candidly oh yeah uh i, I don't know the the evidence I would have I would unfortunately have to say no and I hate saying that I yeah. hate saying it I hear you trust me I'm Wayno's one of my all time favorites and at the it's like it's the innings thing too like if you only go out there for four innings every time you're just not that useful to the car when when they're playing these long stretches and especially when you have a rotation that includes at the moment Stephen Matz right and whereas Jordan Montgomery started the season on a heater recently it's been rough absolutely I feel like Flaherty is yeah, I know. Flip a coin it, it, almost. Yeah. yeah. And so you're really leveraging Miles Michaelis like they are today. I oh, mean, yeah. you're in a spot here. Now it's a day game on a getaway day. I feel a moral obligation. Smell under. I'm, I'm feel a moral obligation, a fiduciary responsibility yeah. actually to our audience. Yeah, and your family. And my family. Oh, my God, it's nine and a half. <laughs> oh, with that lineup, Michaelis on the bump. It's, just, it's so too good to be true. That having been around the block, I know, but I feel like Michaelis is going to go out there and deal. Yeah, I really oh, yeah. do. But then, what if Paul DeYoung, you know, goes Mark Witten September seventh, nineteen ninety three? Do you know what happened on September seventh, nineteen ninety three, Jackson? No. Nice show prep, ass. Mark <laughs> Witten hit four home runs in Cincinnati. Oh wow! Didn't uh, another Cincinnati ball player hit four home runs in one game? I believe Scooter Gannett. Yeah. Oftentimes, Jeanette. Uh, Hit three, I think. Okay, okay. The four home run game. Yeah, it's super. Which right. I believe was the back half of a doubleheader in front of 2,500 people in Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, was, uh, was something that you're just not going to see all that often. So, yeah, logic would tell me, well, the Cardinals under today. That'd be a nice play. Smelling good. Oh, man. Yeah, just a little parlay, just a little taste. Just, just a, a little, little taste. A little, little taste, yeah. See so what that's going to pay me. I just put a small taste on it, a small taste. All right, I'm sure we got a break just because that's the way that this, that's what the show should be called. <laughs> I guess we got a break. I guess we got a break. Uh, we will. We'll come back with the second half of the six shooter here on Balloon Party, driven by Mugginass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Good morning. My name is Tim McKernan. Earlier today on 101 ESPN, I made a statement that I regret. I said that Scooter Gannett. We'll go with Gannett. Thank you. Did not hit four home runs in a game. I was mistaken. He did. And I made fun of Piddles. 
I regret those words. If I offended you, anybody else with the Ginnett family, I would like to ask your forgiveness. I'm a good man. I'm a good father. I'm a good husband. And I was wrong. Thank you. I'll tweet that out also. Out. And then burners. Will take me down. Yeah. And I think that combined with saying that I thought St. Margaret of Scotland was out of business yeah, yesterday. Sure. I am having a rough Wednesday and Thursday. June's going to be a month. Yeah. It's, uh, I'm just trying to avoid the cancellation. I got to be honest with you. I think I watched that game too. <laughs> well, I remember it, it was 2017 of, against the Cardinals. Yeah. There was a great drop that came out of it. If you can find that, then you get the game ball. Then you get to come on here tomorrow and do Celtics Heat post game show. I don't know if I necessarily. I, I think like I think I bore myself eventually. Like I think when we're in quarter two and I'm breaking down. Like, I think you'd look over just for a second at the Air Comfort Service text line, and you would see the vitriol coming in, and you just you'd freeze like you're trying to figure out who the Rams are playing in the 2022 NFC Championship game. And I wouldn't be there for you. I'd be on a plane to Las Vegas, and you'd look to Ryder. He'd be listening to a podcast of the opening drive, and there'd just be dead air. I think that'd be good. What's, what are you looking for over there? Because I can tell you're not paying attention to me. Look at me. I want an Oompa Loompa, and I want it now, Daddy. Think about that. What are you doing over there? I got are it. Are you really looking for the bite? Oh, I got it. Oh, are you going to be able to play it? You better believe it. Wow. Well, it's time for Celtics Heat postgame show tomorrow from 10 to 11. Did you know... That, you know, that obviously you're trying to do that. Journalism. <laughs> that was the Reds post-game show in which the on-field reporter asked Scooter Jeanette if he was trying to hit for home. Let me hear that one more time just in case. Did you know that, you know, that obviously you're trying to do that? Now, some people <laughs> would say going and either getting a journalism degree or just stopping eight hours short is a waste of time and money and education. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But when you hear that and you go, where did he go? Did he go to Missouri, Syracuse, Northwestern, Arizona State, Indiana? Where did he go? Because you have to be trained to be able to execute like that on the fly. In all honesty, dude, is this like a fantasy right now? Right there again. <laughs> now you go, was that in the champagne room at 4 in the morning over a heap of white? No, that was actually on the field following a Reds game. So, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't know if I wasted my education. No. Thank you. No. Because I don't know if I could do this without the training I received in Columbia, Missouri. There have been some great players that have come through this ballpark. <laughs> The prompter went out for a second. <laughs> Jackson, what is the second half of this Lil Piddles Friday six-shooter taking place on Thursday? Because it's the Thursday throwdown. Well, you folks want puck, and I'll give you some puck. Yeah, let's talk puck. Matthew Kachuk just sent the four of the Panthers to the Stanley Cup final in the closing second of last night's game versus the Hurricanes. Literally. Not just like in the final couple minutes. Literally. Yeah, it was shades of, of Patty Maroon uh, on the Dallas Stars. No, it wasn't. Well, home building, send your team. I had different. They they got sent to the conference finals after that game, but the St. Louis and nonetheless scoring in the final moments of a game. I half credit, half credit, Tim, half credit. Can we call I mean, the show I'm half credit? To endear myself to the audience, I feel like either St. Margaret of Scotland's going to take me out or the Gajanet family, <laughs> and I want to just get to eleven o'clock and get on the plane. I hear you. 
but I can't let you compare the Matthew Kachuk goal to the Patty Maroon goal. I can't let you do it. They're both St. Louis guys. Bingo. One for one. And that's where then, but they score in the final moments. Big goals. Matthew but one Kachuk. was in double overtime in a, obviously, tie game yeah. in a 3-3 series. Right. And the other one, if the Hurricanes would have won, they're 3-1. Yeah, fair enough. And it wasn't overtime. Right, and also Maroon's goal is to send them to the conference finals, not... Sure, yeah, just yeah, d- d- do my work for me, that's yeah. fine. Okay, I'll just sit here, I'll, I'll, I'll play Bob Shapiro, you be Johnny Cochran, doesn't matter to me. If the question was worth three points, I got one point. What is this, on the Tony Rialli around the horn score system where Woody Page holds up signs? Yeah, it's more like a college final. All right, I'll continue with the question. A St. Louis and with family ties to this city, do you feel the fan base here in STL is overly excited for the hometown product, or is there a bit of jealousy in the air since last offseason's tumultuous journey to bring him to St. Louis? Oh, I don't know. I don't think I don't think it, I would say jealousy because I think could be off on this. Most people at this point would go, the Blues were probably more than Matthew Kachuk away. Sure. Like, Matthew Kachuk doesn't fix the defensive pairing problems of the 2022-2023 St. Louis Blues and maybe would have been more frustrating with having him as a part of it and uh, and seeing some of the really just glorious scoring opportunities the Blues allowed throughout the course of the year. So uh, I would imagine most people, especially if you love watching the Stanley Cup playoffs, and so far, you have had two teams win all seven of the conference final games, so not exactly thrilling, both in the NBA and the NHL, if you want to take it over to the NBA, with the, the Lakers getting swept by the Nuggets, and so far, the Heat in control against the Celtics, although I'm still I'm still mounting my Sunday charge with Jason Tatum. With that said, I don't think it's jealousy. I think people probably have adopted the Panthers. To an extent, yeah. I bet they have. I would bet, also, taking the Panthers and Matthew Kachuk out of the equation, that it would sting to see Petrangelo hoist the chalice. Be tough when you're on the Oilers, but right. It, well, assuming that just as a gesture, because of his former team winning, yeah, fair that enough. The, the Golden Knights say, "Hey, since you still have a home here, even though you're with the Oilers, would you like to lift the chalice?" Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the, you do nice. have the complicated element of the fact that he plays for Edmonton. That's... You're right. I forgot. I missed that part. <laughs> Uh, do you have any other questions here? We only have two minutes, even though I feel like we could go another four hours with uh, the momentum we have. At least. Um, I'm going to fade this one question. It's too long, so given the time frame, ah, I don't like that other question either. Something we've discussed oh. before is the era of hot take, contrarian, clickbait sports. Oh, you're going to go macro I, at no, 1059? I, I got no other option, unless you want to question about Tyler O'Neill. I just, I just, take your don't. poison there. I mean, what, what happened with the six shooter here today? Six shooter is strong. I just, I, I, I wasn't giving enough runway. Half the questions. Well, based on, yeah, I'm just gonna keep going. Uh, <laughs> clickbait sports analysis from a national perspective. A great case study for this trend is St. Louis and Michael Block, who is amidst a media blitz where more eyes and ears are directed towards him than ever before, or likely ever again. We have seen these. Hot take contrarians emerge from the ground like meerkats once a predator looms. <laughs> I really like the question, and it's kind of written poetically. Thank you. Why do you think people feel the need to take the opposite side on incredible stories like this? Is it simply because oh, the opportunity is there? Do you think this model is destined for higher volume in the future, or is it on its way out? Uh, it's... I, I really do believe, I love the question. I love that this makes up for whatever went on with all the questions that you just ixnade. Yeah. I still will never know. Right. Uh, but uh, 
I love the question. Yeah, I knew it would happen because Michael Block's story was so pure and beautiful and everybody, including plenty of people who knew nothing or cared less about golf, were watching and pulling for him that inevitably you then have the actors who are in sports media or just on social media going, you know, having to find something. So yesterday he does an interview with Bob Maneri and says if he had Rory McIlroy's distance, he would be one of the best players in the world. And so now people are like, good, now we can jump on him. Yep. And I would guess if Michael Block, Parkway Central Proud, had that back, he would like to elaborate on it. Further, right. You know? Yeah. But that's what Bob Maneri tweeted out. And so therefore, oh my God, this guy thinks he's one of the best players in the world. If he had Rory McIlroy's distance, this guy thinks too highly of himself. And so now the moment has come where Michael Block, welcome to the party. You know you've achieved superstardom because now people are hating on you. Yep. So there you go. That's how we will end the week with that wonderfully negative thought process. That's what we do here. Tomorrow, Jackson will be in for a Celtics Heat post game. And again, if any council would like to talk with me regarding the St. Margaret of Scotland allegations, along with the Scooter Gajanet comments, <laughs> uh, my council is standing by. Sure. Yeah, they're on retainer. Uh, for Action Jackson, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mungadass St. Louis Acura and Alton Toyota on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.